0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to an instant reaction podcast. Through the smoke, David Lake, Gabby Urrutia here to talk about everything surrounding Miami's uh, 31 to 30 win over NC State. Number 18, NC State. Um, you know, look Gabby, I think we got to we got to be real, right? Um, when Miami plays well, we praise them. When Miami plays poorly, obviously we we point out the deficiencies. Um and look, there's always by no means is this team perfect, right? Don't get me wrong, but I do think this team played their best game of the season um against NC State. Um I think they tackled well. They're well, well, relative to what they've shown right. this season, right? Um, there's still some missed tackles, but the missed tackles are going to happen too in any game. But there was definitely less of that. It seemed like the defense in general did a better job of swarming to the ball as a group. Um, and, you know, look, I think the storyline – there's a couple storylines, but number one, Tyler Van Dyke backed up his words. Um, Manny Diaz said after the game that – Instead of taking him to task for, um, you know, shooting from the hip and uh, not engaging in quarterback speak, uh, Manny Diaz decided to rally around Tyler and and kind of promote him into that leadership role. And he kind of said to the team, hey, here's what our quarterback's putting out there. Let's support him. Let's back him up. Let's go out there and play hard for him. And, you know, in pregame warmups, NC State's defenders were going by Tyler, you know, when whenever they crossed his path, and they were clearly barking at him. Um, so the words got back to NC State's locker room. Manny Diaz said he, knew, he could sense that, too. He heard some of the things that NC State's players were saying to Tyler, you know, before the game and during the game. Um, but Tyler, man, big-time performance, 25-33. Uh, For 325 and 4 So let's just start there right Um He did this against a really good defense Well a good defense Let's say uh the best Defense he has seen In a starting role This season so The main thing I take from that is He is getting better Against better competition I think that's nothing but a positive thing For a young quarterback In his trajectory um what did you like about what Tyler showed today?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I liked his just his really his willingness to just push the ball down the field. I mean, you saw it in the first quarter. I mean, really on that first drive, just like his willingness to just throw it up there and, you know, let his playmakers make a play. I think there's something to that. You know, just giving your guys a chance. Uh it really feels like Charleston Rambo's sort of emerging as like that dude on the outside. I feel like he gave him a bunch of opportunities. Uh, you know, I just liked his confidence to just really just go out there and again, just sort of play ball like i feel like you know they, they really needed to start off fast like this and the way he sort of came out and really the confidence that they put into him because that first drive i don't think they ran the ball once i think he threw the ball like eight times in that first drive um so you know i thought it was really good to how he sort of just like adopted that how he just sort of like you know just sort of took it in uh personified that and just really just really just honestly just played it like just to really back that up to sort of call his shot and say like you know i'm gonna speak the way that i'm going to speak and then just for him to back it up i thought was absolutely huge but i mean i i honestly was just i like just some of the characteristics that stood out to me throughout the game was just really his willingness to just throw it downfield and and let allow someone to go up and make a play
0: yeah there was definitely no timid start um against nc state they went down and, and scored a touchdown drive on their first possession i don't think they had done that uh against an fbs opponent this year so and in general, man, he just seemed poised. Um, he's improved his pocket presence a lot from that Virginia game, I think. And uh, he just—he really does look much more confident overall. And the point you're alluding to, him pushing the ball down the field, I think is is uh, an example of that. You touched on Charleston Rambo, yeah. I I think you know, big picture wise. And, you know, I think back to fall camp, right? Gabby, when you and I were both kind of pounding the table that this offense has a chance to be pretty dang good, right? Right. In the first half of the season, you know, due to various reasons, you know, Derek King getting hurt. But even before he got hurt, this was an issue, I think. This offense lacked an identity, right? I don't think they knew who their big playmakers were or they, they struggled to... Uh, Put them in positions to make plays I think these last two weeks We're starting to see Okay Team struggle Handling Charleston Rambo on the outside And Jalen Knighton is a difference maker at running back Um, Jalen Knighton I think you and I before the game Were pounding the table To get him 25 touches I think he finished with 27 If my math is right 166 total yards. I think it was 83 rushing, 83 passing, one touchdown, which was a big-time call from Rhett Lashley, fourth and one. I think it was a 53-yard touchdown pass to Knighton. Uh, I also think, you know, Lashley in general called a good game. You know, you can nitpick some of the calls. Um, but overall, you know, I liked what he did, uh, kind of taking advantage of NC State's aggressiveness at times. Um But, yeah, man, I just think the offense is kind of finally finding an identity, finally getting the ball to the playmakers, uh, you know, in a position to make plays. Um, And, you know, the offensive line is, you know, playing above average, let's say, for two straight weeks. Um, So, yeah, I mean, just overall, Gabby, the offense. And, look, one thing, too, I think to touch on. Uh, NC State entered this game with the number one third down defense in the country, right? I think they allowed opponents 25% uh, conversion rate. Miami was 6 of 17, which is, you know, not great. But considering the context of facing NC State, that's about, what, 36-ish percent. Plus, when you factor in, they went 101 on fourth down. That played play night, um Miami had success on that critical down against an NC state defense that more times than not has been dominating teams, um, this season. So just overall on the offense, Gabby, are you, do you feel like it's clicking? Do you feel like it's taking the next step?
1: I mean, I, I, I do, uh, Just, I mean, for all the reasons that you mentioned, uh, you know, again, I feel like I've been sort of like, I mean, both of us really just like, I I think Jalen Knighton could be a difference maker. I think it's clear that he is a game changer, uh, you know, especially just his ability in the passing game. It feels like he gets so close in the running game as well. So, I mean, I think you have to feel really confident about that. Uh, I mean, Charleston Rambo just really, I feel like just coming into his own, Uh, you know, he's had a few big games this year, you know, that Michigan State game, he caught a ton of passes too, had a bunch of yards. Uh, you know, it really feels like you're just sort of establishing him as that weapon on the outside. And then, like, the, the, really, it, it feels like just the leadership of Tyler Van Dyke in a way. You know, I, I mean, I feel like Manny Diaz made it really clear that, uh, you know, the team rallied around him. And I think, uh, you know, he said that that was something that the team was lacking, was really a leader since De'Aaron King sort of stepped out. Uh, you know, it feels like these guys are just sort of starting to click. Uh, again, we've seen flashes of it in that second half of the Virginia game. Uh, you know, second half of the North Carolina game to see them. You know, I feel like I said in the in the pregame show or like the the preview show that you know I feel like if they played if they played three good quarters of football that they had a chance to win. And I feel I felt like they basically essentially did that. You know, I feel like they took it from playing a good half to really maybe playing th- three and a half good quarters, maybe even like I mean, I guess you can nitpick that too. But you know, I thought that they just took the next step. I feel like the offense coming out strong and coming out the way that they did. And just really playing with confidence in Tyler Van Dyke's, what, his fourth start, third against an FBS opponent, third ever conference game. Um, I think you have to feel pretty good, you know, just going down the stretch. Obviously, again, not perfect. And, you know, there's absolutely things that you want to clean up and and sort of, you know, just, you know, brush over and things like that. But, uh, you know, you you have a tough matchup with Pitt coming up. I think that'll be a good benchmark to see where you're really at. Okay, defense, um, you know, to me, it wasn't like –
0: a tremendous performance from the defense Like weren't, weren't a ton of plays made Right yeah. like I think it was three Tackles for loss one sack Probably the best stat was The uh, NC State went 3 of 14 on third down um, But really The defense just kind of did enough um, You know again I think the tackling You know considering The context of what Miami's tackling Is this year was improved um you know there was some i think there was some questionable personnel things going on you know the exploration of what isaiah dunson can bring to the table i think you know we kind of know uh what he's all about um so yeah i mean i don't know what more to say i think Cameron Kitchens made a big play um to kind of ice the game for Miami made a tackle in space I think he played well in general Avante Williams I don't know what the snap count is exactly right now but I would guess five to ten snaps it seemed like he was mainly playing as a deep center field safety on obvious third and long passing situations so he did get in the game but not a not a heavy snap count I would say um and, yeah, I mean, you know, I think the run defense was good. I will yeah. say that. They, they contain that run defense. Special teams, I think lots of things to clean up there. Right. Um, you know, they got fortunate with the strange helmet, you know, coming off and nullifying a uh, botched punt that was picked up and then fumbled that was recovered by NC State, basically. In a first and goal situation So they got lucky there uh, But NC State then did um, Convert a fake punt A 40 yard rush Which was disappointing to see So some things to clean up On special teams moving forward Um, Let's talk Manny Diaz and Blake James And then get out of here Because it is 1 o'clock in the morning Here at (laughs) Hard Rock Stadium Uh, Manny Diaz, right? Um For me, you know, this result doesn't change necessarily my feelings on Manny Diaz. I'm happy he got the win. I'm happy for him, I should say. But it doesn't change my feelings on, you know, the trajectory of things in terms of the season getting turned around and the future of the program under Manny Diaz, right? Um, But I, I I will say I do think he he gets to take a victory lap considering what Blake James did to him uh, the day before the game going on a secret media tour um, on Friday The day again, the day before a game basically giving interviews where you um, make it clear that Manny's job is not secure and You know, it it comes across as Blake James betting that Manny was going to lose against NC State. And then, you know, Manny probably would have lost his job if they lost to NC State on Sunday. It just, if you're reading the tea leaves, that's kind of what Blake James was setting up. Well, he stepped in it and that blew up in his face. And, you know, in the post-game press conference, media members asked Manny about that um Manny said he was you know Blake James did not give him a heads up that he was gonna go on a media tour um I asked Manny if Blake said anything to him following the game and he said you know just the typical stuff like congratulations uh Manny kept it very short I don't know if I'm reading too much into it, but it did seem like obviously Manny was bothered that Blake did that to him. Um, Blake is out here making some political moves, and it blew up in his face. And I do think you can question the leadership, right? You hired Manny Diaz. You made a strong hire in Manny Diaz, if we're being honest, because you hired the guy within 12 hours of the job opening up. And now you are abandoning ship, trying to distance yourself from the guy you are tying yourself to. Um, and again, making when you make that statement the day before a game and then the guy goes out and wins the game, um, I just think that's really bad leadership. And let's just say hypothetically somehow Blake James is still the athletic director. I don't know what head coach is going to sign up for working for a guy like that. But... So, um, Blake James, again, stepped in it. It's going to be interesting now if he does decide to speak to the media through a traditional press conference because now he's going to have to answer questions about this. So, you know, he was avoiding a real press conference because he didn't want to answer the questions that he should expect would come. Now, on top of that, he has to answer even more questions about his leadership um, after Friday's stunt. So I will, I will say I, I did enjoy the victory lap that Manny Diaz deserves to get um, for beating NC State. Again, doesn't change my feelings about Manny Diaz, but it did kind of highlight the incompetence that's going on at the top of this athletic department. And how a change needs to be made there as well, in my opinion. Anything to add there, Gabby, or should we just sign off on that?
1: I think we're good on that. You nailed that, David.
0: All right, so instant reaction. Miami wins. Nice to see Miami win against a ranked team. Um, Hurricanes got pit next. We will have plenty of content leading up to that game so and maybe we will have a blake james press conference this week Who knows? i Pro- doubt it probably not he'll probably probably still be hiding um but nonetheless we appreciate all you guys listening to the podcast and checking out inside the till next time take care